0: Get ready for this shit. Okay. The day she met my dad, she was at home watching Fatal Attraction.
1: Oh my God. And her sister
0: called her up and was like, come hang out. And she was 15 minutes away from the end of the movie. Uh huh. And she was like, ugh, I'm almost done with this movie. I don't know if I feel like going all the way, like going out tonight. And then she was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then my parents met. And then she was like, and for years I never saw the last 15 minutes of Fatal Attraction. So can
1: you imagine? If your mom had finished Fatal Attraction, you wouldn't be alive. I wouldn't be alive. (gasps) Isn't that so scary? This is the best intro we've ever had, also. Right? (laughs) That's so Um, amazing.
0: This movie scared me so bad, I almost died, and it was so movie that I almost wasn't born.
1: (laughs) I really liked this movie.
0: I did too. I was freaking out in the best way.
1: It was just, I woke up at like six in the morning and watched Fatal Attraction. I was like, this is a great day. (laughs) Welcome to the Fright of Your Life podcast. I'm Tara. And I'm Riley. And we're here to walk you through the 100 scariest movie moments of all time as determined by the Bravo TV network in the year 2004. And today, the movie with the 59th scariest movie moment is Fatal Attraction, directed by Adrian Lin. And I forgot to write down the year. I want to say 87, 87, I think. Slay.
0: Uh, this movie scared the
1: bejesus out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
0: however the first thing that happens is that we kind of we drift over like the new york city skyline there were so many water towers i was like mike mike would love the water towers. my dad
1: loves water towers fun fact for the pod fans (laughs) hell yeah for the mike fans
0: But we're drifting across the skyline, and then we kind of like zoom into um, this family in their apartment. And if you had told me there was gonna be a fucking Nickelodeon sliming and Fatal <laughs> Attraction, I would have told you to shut the fuck up. I was like, no way. Well, my first
1: note is, oh no, there's a child. But then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My second note is, there's a family watching a goo pouring show. <laughs> <laughs> like- it's out of control.
0: I also want to say, oh my God, this is the cutest baby. I know I
1: say this every time there's a baby in a movie. No, this kid did things to me and they were all oh so sad. I was like literally distraught over this child. She was yes. so good in this movie. She's amazing. She's so talented. What happened? I also felt like very um, uh, like a kindred spirit to her because when I first saw her, I was like, oh, that's a little boy, but she's actually a little girl. Oh, her name is Ellen. Yeah. And when I was a little kid when i was like three years old i had really short like pixie cut hair and my name is yeah. riley which is a gender neutral name so oh, oftentimes shit. people thought i was a boy and i remember that making me really sad and i was like Aww. this little girl's my best friend hell
0: yeah no i did th- i did think she was a little boy she just kind of has like a little bit of a mullet it's very cute well
1: because like children all have the same yeah. face
0: and- yeah kids are just round and yeah yeah also there
1: is such a cute dog their dog is so goddamn adorable <laughs> i was instantly so scared I was like oh yes! no there's a kid oh no there's there's a dog. I was just horrified. This whole opening scene. Yes. Well, and I continue to be horrified because I was like I can't believe he's going to cheat on this beautiful woman. <gasps> oh
0: my god. What the <laughs> Don't fuck even is get your me problem? started.
1: She's so hot. I was furious <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> What's that actress's name? Because she's incredible. Hold uh, on. Ann Archer, I think. Ann Archer. She is phenomenal uh, in this.
0: That's the thing, though, because like, they're also a really cute family, which I wrote. I was like, I love
1: this family. And then yes. I wrote R.I.P. <laughs> that's. I think it was so smart of them to start the yes. movie with this because this family is adorable and so charming. And there's no way that you don't love them. So I right. feel like it clearly situates you as like, he's a bad guy doing a bad thing. It's not like, well, he is our yes. protagonist. It's not like we're rooting for him right
0: but although I, we yes. kind of are
1: because oh it's so they're just it's, really good yeah. characters
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the way they handle gender in this is not without its problems but it's pretty great i feel like yes but so basically um this couple is named beth and dan and their daughter is ellen and their dog is quincy
1: ellen is such a cute name for a kid like a little kid named ellen are you serious
0: yeah but they're getting ready for like some event and they're like, you know, calling down the hallway. Like, have you seen my suit? And like Hildy's on the phone and she wants to know what you're wearing. And it's like cute. They just feel very real immediately. Yes. Everything's like very messy and scrambled, which is another thing I was so excited about. There's a plot in this where they're moving out of this apartment Mm -hmm. and we had such a concrete reason and it was very good. Show. Don't tell. Like we see this disheveled apartment and there's no room for anything and there's shit everywhere. Perfect. Perfect. Mwah. Roman Plansky, take some goddamn notes, you
1: asshole. <laughs> you need to call up what's his fucking name, Adrian Lynn. This movie was really well directed too. That I was freaking out about that the whole time because mm-hmm. like it just is really well directed and it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Like these like erotic thrillery movies, like a yeah. lot of time can be written off as just like something you throw on in the middle of the day or like something for women. So it doesn't have to be good. But right. like, this is like really artistically well done and interesting to look at when it doesn't yeah. have to be. It's and nuts. I like that a lot.
0: There's also a moment, um, cause the mom's getting ready and she's like putting on makeup in the bathroom and Ellen wanders in and she's like, Ellen don't mess with my lipstick. And Ellen draws right all over her face. And it's very silly and cute. Ellen's the best. Um, and Beth, the mom drops like an eyeshadow Palette or something, and she's like shit shit shit. And then like there's a knock on the door, and Ellen like toddles out down the hallway going like shit 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 and like sorry, that's adorable. It's
1: wonderful. Kids swearing is funny. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, no, it's just true. (laughs) That's it. Like this script is also so good. Like there's some casual racism, which I really do not appreciate. That's
1: one of my next notes, is playful 80s racism.
0: Literally. But it's like, if you take that out the way people talk, I mean, and unfortunately like that is realistic for white people yes. in the eighties and now. Yes. <laughs> But so okay, they get to this party and they like meet up with their friends and it's very crowded and very hectic and we glean from like a bunch of conversations that it's like a publisher mm-hmm. event. Yeah. The firm that Dan, our protagonist Michael Douglas works for is like a legal firm that works with publishing companies. Mhm. So all these different firms are gathered at this really crowded party. Um, and basically they've all just contributed to the publishing of like a self-help book. They're calling it like Samurai Self-Help. I'm sure
1: that's not the title. Like that's what it says on the book. Like, does it? I Uh, think it's supposed to be a joke. I don't know. Yeah. It's not great, but that's what's going on. It's just like, isn't that funny? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, not really. (laughs) Samurais should love themselves too. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) But everyone's like bowing and like being assholes.
0: Yeah. It's not great. But... Dan goes to get some champagne from the bar to celebrate. And who is at the the little space next to him? But Miss Glenn Close. <laughs>
1: it really is a Glenn Close jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> She's just suddenly there.
0: Oh, well, because the first time we see her, actually, she makes eye contact with Jimmy, Dan's like best friend. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if he, he
1: like winks at her and she does not like that. And honestly, true. She just like <laughs> stares him down. He's like, if looks could kill Literally, I may cut this out, but I also want to say, as a woman with a similar forehead to Glenn Close, that was a really bold hair choice she went with. <laughs> it's just like, no, all, all the way back. And it's I'm like, all the way back. Wow.
0: I, I, I wasn't going to say anything. You are very correct. Which
1: I only feel justified saying it because I have the same forehead. So I don't wear my hair all the way back like that, you know? Right. <laughs>
0: I'm mean I guess because I don't have the same forehead, but it just also it's like I think you look fantastic how you are and like it's just it's just that like her hairline is so severe, it's like pulled right back and
1: her eyebrows are very light. Yeah. So it's just like it's just a lot of Glem close. (laughs) Who like is a beautiful woman and is like the allure of this movie, obviously. So like sorry your forehead's big.
0: Um, but so we get our little we get a little Glenn Close jump scare when she does not appreciate being hit on, mm-hmm. and also like not for nothing Jimmy's fat. Sorry, like I, oh, I'm I'm saying this as someone who feels like I am fat. So <laughs>
1: us just projecting <laughs> our own insecurities onto the characters of this movie. Literally, I'm like this like, yes, fat man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. I just I like I've been I feel like a little bit cavalier with the word fat lately, just because like I'm that's I. I'm, I'm a plus size gal, everybody. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's a regular guy. Anyway, the point is it's like Michael Douglas and he's like all movie starish and whatever. And then it's like his like regular, no- which by the way, I love the actor
1: for Jimmy. I think he's so good. Jimmy and his wife are such fun characters. They're
0: amazing. I want them to have a whole movie of just like them bopping around. And it's
1: also just so realistic that this couple only has two friends. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's fucking how <laughs> adult life goes. Like you have one friend and you hang out all the time.
0: Anyway, Glenn Close does not appreciate it when Jimmy comes on to her. Um, but later, when Michael Douglas goes to the bar to get some champagne because everyone's celebrating, he winds up next to her, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna bother you." And she's like, "No, I just hate when like people like stare, stare at, at me. You, like, <laughs> it's creepy." Yeah. And they strike up this conversation that is like very charming, and they do such a good job of wanting to fuck each other it right away.
1: Immediately, you're like, "Oh." As soon as they sit next to each other and like look at each other, like before they say anything, you're like, oh, they're going to fuck.
0: Literally, it's such good acting. And I was also so mad. I I
1: was so mad because he's got like a beautiful family at home. What's the what's your problem?
0: That's the thing that's so frustrating and so good because yeah. like, first of all, his wife's gorgeous, but like whatever beauty's subjective, but it's also like, they don't make her this like mean bitchy no, nag, They you have know? fun like, together. Yeah. She's like a perfectly lovely person. Like there's no reason yeah. for them to split up. Right. Like, they have like the minorest little disagreements that are like, so, I mean, like there's no time anyway to yeah. establish those, but it's like the tiniest little thing of her being like, remember to walk the dog. And he's like, Oh, you're right. Like it's so right. It's healthy. They're like, they have a good, healthy relationship and he fucks it up, but they have this like brief conversation and it's pretty tame, I feel like. And we find out that she works for the publishing company. I think she's an editor.
1: That makes sense.
0: But like they have the conversation and then he catches his wife's eye and she's like, let's go, let's leave. Mm -hmm. So they get home and his wife is like, oh, you got to remember to walk the dog. And he's like, oh, you're right. She takes the dog out and he's like, you're such a good dog. You did such a good job at pooping. And I was like,
1: he's right. You're the best boy. It's so cute. It's so true of him. That is just like also how you talk to your dogs. Like yeah, i like, yeah. see Hazel roll over and I go, you're the best girl in the whole world. Like, yeah.
0: But then he's sort of like, it seems like he gets the idea, like I'm going to go
1: have sex with
0: my wife oh, yeah. and he gets to the bedroom and Ellen is in uh, the bed with mom and she's like, ah, oh, it's just for tonight. And he's like, oh, okay. But it's like, it gives you that little thing of like men, like don't want to fuck their wives after their wives have had a kid, you right.
1: know? Right. Or, like, their wives are less accessible to be fucked because they're busy being mothers.
0: Yeah. And, like, I got really mad at that, like, at the movie for reifying that. But it's like, no, I, I think you're supposed to. Yeah. Like, because I'm imagining being married to Beth and being, like, like walking in and finding my, like, daughter in the bed with us. And I'd be like, aww. Yeah. You know? Like, like, We're married. <laughs> we can
1: have sex another time.
0: Literally. Relax. We're together but... for eternity or whatever. Yeah. But he's horn doggin, so. Yeah that looks like it was a little bit of a disappointment, which annoyed me. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. And that's not the last time I'm going to say that this movie. <laughs> no, like he sucks, but he also like, you kind of root for him. It's so complicated. Oh, totally. No. Well, that's the thing. Like, he's not like an uncharming, like, yeah, horrible person. He like, just does a really bad but, like, thing. Yeah. And like when he's with his wife, you're like, oh, like yeah. I said, they have a healthy relationship.
1: Like it's good. And then ah, he blows it, man. He really does. It sucks. So, um, the next day, Beth and Ellen are going out of town to stay with Beth's parents. And I think Dan was supposed to come, but then a work thing came up, so he has to stay behind. So, they are going without him. Which, as we know the plot of this movie, something's going to happen while they're gone. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, he's in a meeting. It's the first meeting with Glenn Close. Her name is Alex. I will be calling her Glenn Close the entire time, I think. Yeah. But her name is Alex. Uh, and they're in this meeting together. And... Like, not to be this way, but you got to wear a shirt to work. Like, she is Who just, doesn't have a shirt she's on? just wearing, like, this blazer with no shirt under it. And it oh, goes, like, shit. down. It's, like, cut. The neckline is down to her waist. And I'm, like, oh my God. But, like, you're at work. Like, you're yeah, that's in an wild. office building. You're in a meeting. And I'm seeing all of your
0: décolletage. That's so f- I didn't even notice. And I think the reason I didn't. I'm going to say the most New Yorker thing right say now. It. And this movie takes place in New York and I was like, yay, a New York movie, which is so like whatever. Um but it was fun for me. But he like like it's the morning, so they have bagels and he has half a bagel and he doesn't cut it. He just like puts <laughs> cream cheese on one end no, he eats and I it was in freaking out. Life. It's so stupid. I was like, what's wrong with this man? Also, where are you getting unsliced bagels from?
1: Uh, come on. He like cuts the bagel in half, but like not like the middle the way you're supposed to like on the top in the middle so he has two like like semicircles. and he's dunking it in cream
0: cheese i think that's why i didn't notice the boobs i was i was (laughs) infuriated
1: (laughs) i however noticed the boobs
0: (laughs) and i was like freaking out about the cream cheese but then it winds up being important because he gets a little under his nose and like really smoothly during the meeting they make eye contact and she's just like you got a little you know like she motions to him and they just have this cute little private moment and I was like oh my god and then I was like hey wait a
1: minute no I did the same thing because it's really cute and endearing and I'm like no you two stop it I want to get like a spray bottle and spray them (laughs) (laughs) down it's like a rom-com I know
0: but like the whole time you're like yeah yeah and speaking of rom-coms, by Literally. the time the meeting is over, um, everybody leaves and it's pouring fucking rain.
1: <laughs> and he and does like, this whole physical comedy bit with his umbrella, which drove me insane because like he was under an overhang and then he <laughs> yeah. walked out and he couldn't get his umbrella open. I'm like, sir, just take five steps back. You'll be back into the overhang. You can do this.
0: Exactly. And then who swoops in but um, Alex Glenn Close. And she has this big umbrella and it's all fine. And she's like, Oh, come under here. Like we'll hail a cab. And then they can't hail the cab. And he's like, do you want to just grab a drink and wait this out? And I'm like, if I didn't know what this movie was about, I'd be like, go off, make some friends. That's so cute. But there's an overhang right there. Don't get drinks. You assholes.
1: Because, like, it seems like such an innocuous thing. Like, that should, like, makes sense. Yeah. Like, something you would do. But, like, because we know what this movie is about, it's, like, this subtle, like, simmering under the surface of, yeah. Ooh.
0: And, like, of course, they're having, like, great... I hate to say this because I sound like Love Island, but they're having really good banter at the restaurant. Like, they're going back and forth in this really cute way. They
1: are. Like, they're so real and charming. And they're having, like, a pretty light conversation until mm. Alex says, you're a lawyer, so you must be discreet. Are you? And it just like, it's like a sack of bricks falls on the table.
0: Literally, it's nuts. And he just, it's like, you, you see him like stop breathing. And I literally immediately after that, I wrote, this is crazy. I am never getting married. <laughs>
1: like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't like, put myself in any of these positions.
0: Can you imagine if you were like in a happy, healthy relationship <laughs> with a child and you were going to move into a house and then you come home and this
1: shit's going on? Absolutely not. You can't I trust alone. anyone. Sidebar. But I was just like, oh my God. No. like It could just happen like that. This is when I was like, it was so smart to have us meet the family first, rather than, yes. like, us meet Alex first, like, any other scenario. Like, that was so smart.
0: Um, Yeah, no, because our alliance has to be strongly with Beth yeah. for this movie to not be the worst. Yeah. And uh, basically, he's like, yes, I am discreet. And she's like, okay, good. And there's, like, a little bit of a back and forth where, like, one of them is trying to get the other one to admit first, like, what's gonna happen. Yeah. And eventually... Glenn Close is like, Well, I haven't made up my mind. He's like, Well, like, it's up to you whether or not it's happening. And then, like, it just cuts to them having sex.
1: They are fucking so hard. It's nuts. And, like, like in the sink, right? That's yeah. this one.
0: They accidentally, like, because he lifts her up onto the counter and she accidentally turns the sink on. They're at her apartment. And she's just, like,
1: smacking water on his face and stuff. It's just made me laugh. Well, that's the thing. I was reading that the director or the writer, I forget who, but someone who created this movie was saying, mm-hmm about that sex scene in particular like they didn't want it to be like in a bed or something they want to be on the sink because like he said like there should be laughter during sex and i like thought that was so beautiful and true it's really
0: beautiful because it is like they they have
1: like fun it's It's, fun sex is fun like oh yeah (laughs) you you should be laughing and having a good time like that's so true
0: no that's true especially because i feel like in this kind of movie you expect it to be all like serious and like a torrid affair but there's like friendship there like giggling and knocking
1: dishes over it's so like i was gonna say childlike but that's wrong but it's like (laughs) (laughs) carefree in like a situation that should be very careful (laughs) yes
0: no exactly there's something like there's this like seed of them getting along really well which is why it's so
1: like bad you know because that's always i mean i've knock on wood i've luckily never been cheated on but like i imagine like the worst part of it is like not just like someone like your partner having sex with someone else like it would be like if they loved that person or if they had an emotional connection to that person that would be so fucked up
0: you should have been mad that i had sex with her you should have been (laughs) mad that i had a laugh with her literally sorry did you see that occur to me like five (laughs) seconds ago (laughs) um god Also, sorry, sorry, but what is Michael Douglas doing with all that ass?
1: What is he doing with all that ass? He's got a bubble butt. (laughs) I gotta be honest, I don't have a lot of commentary on the sex scenes, because when everyone started, I was like, okay, I can check my phone a little bit. Like They'll be busy for a few minutes. No plot's gonna happen.
0: No, and there's like nothing to note, but I was just like, oh my god. They fuck and they're hot, and that's it. Congratulations on your butt, Michael Douglas. Sorry to objectify you. It's cute. Going on.
1: That's my notes Just say now they're fucking. She puts water on his face. Titty, question <laughs> mark. <laughs> you're so right about that.
0: Also, it's so funny, and like this will become slightly clearer a little down the line, but she lives in the meat packing district in Manhattan, which is like the meat's getting packed. Am I right, boys? Ah!
1: ah, sorry,
0: fuck, you're so right. No, that was amazing. <laughs> There's just the a little delay on Zoom, so I had to wait. <laughs> It's like he's going home and I was like, wait a minute, this neighborhood is all high end shopping now, but they portray it as this kind of like grimy, like the inside of her building's not very nice. And It just made me laugh. I was like, dude, that's like a fucking The Koopals story now.
1: So after this, they then go dancing and it looks like so much fun. Like again, they're just like having a great time.
0: And the direction is so cool. You're seeing all these like skirts flying around and like heels stomping and it's just
1: very exciting and fun. It's so fun. Uh, But also they cannot stop fucking and, like, this one, this one is obscene. This is the one when they're in the elevator. Yes, but it's filmed so... That's the thing. It looks so beautiful. It's, like, so obscene and over the top, but it looks yeah, so yeah, yeah. beautiful. There's, like, steam billowing everywhere, and it's, like, shot at all these interesting angles. There's, like, yes. light shining in different places. Right. There's, like, all these, like, silhouettes and everything. Like, and they're,
0: it just the architecture looks really cool. It's amazing. I hate yeah. it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I had the exact same response.
0: I was like, oh, my God,
1: get a grip. But then I was like, wait, this looks so fucking
0: cool. <laughs> Literally... Um, oh my God. Yeah. They literally never stop having sex.
1: That's like the description is like a one night stand. And I'm like, they have sex so many times. I don't even yeah. call it a one night stand.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but so finally, um, we see Michael Douglas like getting home the next morning and poor Quincy is pressed up against the door. He like shoves the door open and the dog like slides back and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, baby. And I'm like, fuck you. Walk your dog. Yeah, I holy hope your dog
1: pissed on the floor while you were gone. Jeez. there's no way he didn't. Yeah, he was alone for like a full day. Yeah, he doesn't. He just feeds it. a dog that big needs to go out at least twice a day. I was furious. <laughs> Justice for Quincy, literally.
0: literally. And Dan Michael Douglas goes to check the messages, and like you just see on his face him remembering he's married.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's my notes. Just say you cheated on your wife so hard, and you're so bad at lying literally yeah because he immediately calls her and he sounds so fucking nervous like he has no Mm -hmm. i mean not that like you should be better at cheating on your wife but he has no No. story planned he's just like oh exactly uh uh uh, how are you and like she asks him the most basic questions he's like stuttering and nervous and i'm like dude yeah he he fucked it he woofed it yeah um and he says like i was out to dinner with bill and i'm like she could ask bill and know that you weren't Oh, and while they're on the phone, Beth mentions that their daughter wants a rabbit. And because God. I know anything about this movie, I said, ruh-roh.
0: Yep. Yep. I was so deeply worried. While they're on the phone, this is a small detail, but Beth is like, oh, there's some spaghetti in the fridge. And he's like, okay, great. And like, that's not super important, but I want to mention it because there's two callbacks to it. And it made me so It There
1: really is. There's a lot of spaghetti in this movie.
0: Right? It's a Darman video. Sorry.
1: So next, Alex calls the house. And first of all, this scared me because I was like, why does she have his home phone number? Yeah. Why would he give that to her? He wouldn't. Stupid. Why does she have it? Anyway, she calls him and she, like, really wants him to come over and spend Mm -hmm. the day with her. Like, she will not let it go. Like, he's like, I can't. I have to walk the dog. She's like, I can walk the dog with you. And he's like, I have to, like, make dinner or whatever. I can make you food. Like, it's like, we've already turned the corner into she's a little too attached to this situation ship,
0: but it's reading is very like flirtatious still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: it hasn't quite tipped the scale.
0: Yeah. Like she's, it's very like, it's still like chill, hot woman, you know? Yeah. It's a little bit like, okay, she's trying a little too hard, but
1: she's hot. So whatever.
0: Right. Um, and it's also like at this point, he like, he knows he's done something wrong, but like the wife is to, Oh, and also while they're on the phone, Beth is like, we're going to be gone for another day. That's right. Because the showing
1: got moved. So now he knows
0: there's another full day. His wife will not be home.
1: Yeah. And it seems like one of those things he's like, well, I already did it and I can't take it back. So I might as well keep doing it. Yeah. Which like, no. No.
0: But- <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, But he's still
0: like, he's still really enticed by the whole thing. Yeah. I think. Um, So he does go over.
1: So they go to the park and walk his dog together. And like walking the dog i say loosely because they are doing way too much they are like sprinting and they're like wrestling each other and like throwing the tennis ball to each other and ignoring the dog i'm like what is going on (laughs) it was
0: ridiculous but as they're playing catch without quincy while quincy watches
1: them play catch (laughs)
0: literally uh michael douglas like drops the ball or whatever and he like pretends to like he's like ah, and he like falls down and he like doesn't
1: get up for a minute it's such a weird scene
0: it's so odd um like i, I was wondering if there was like more to that that got cut or something maybe i don't know but she runs over because like he, he doesn't get up and she's like oh my god oh my god and he's like gets up and he's like ah you should have seen your face and then she's like that sucked. Why did you do that? Fuck you. My dad died of a heart attack when I was seven, and like I found his body, and he's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then she's like, Gotcha. Ah, and my dad is like living in Phoenix and he's fine. And it's like,
1: It's really just like, haha, so funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they both look a little annoyed, and then the day goes on.
1: Literally. <laughs> what was any of that? It like a little bit comes back at the end. Yeah, like it comes back, but then again, I'm like, Okay. Yeah, no, what exactly. like, Why? <laughs> so weird but anyway they go home and she's
0: like i'm making spaghetti and i was like what the fuck
1: (laughs) they're having spaghetti in the middle of the day and like red wine in the middle of the day which is so sick to me (laughs) and they're blasting opera music oh my god they're they're blasting opera they're talking about Madame butterfly which seems thematically relevant to the plot of this movie
0: (laughs) because i wrote because first of all He's like, oh, I love uh, Madam Butterfly. And she's like, oh, it's my favorite. And I was like, oh, it's your favorite. And then immediately I wrote, she's going to suicide bait him, isn't she? <laughs> like, hello.
1: It's all right there. It's all in the text. <laughs> but we also get like an interesting little nugget about Dan that doesn't really yeah. come back later. But it's just a nice thing to know about him, I feel like. Where yeah. he talks about how he saw Madame Butterfly as a child and he was so scared of it. Which I think is fascinating. And he also says it's the only time he remembers his dad being kind to him was when he was scared at Madame Butterfly and his dad comforted him. Yeah. Um, But interesting that he would be scared of that opera because he's about to live in it. Literally. Because, yeah. Uh, So they're talking. Yeah, they're talking about his marriage and they're talking about his kid. And that's when I was like, dude, why are you fucking it up so bad? Literally. And... He's talking about it. And she just goes, so what are you doing here? Fair. (laughs) Yeah. Very good question. He's like, I think you're terrific, but I'm married. And I'm like, you were married yesterday too, Dan. Literally. What's going
0: on? Yeah. And she's like, well, if everything's so great, like, why are you here cheating on your wife? And he's like, well, we understood what this was going to be. Like, we knew what the rules of this were going to be. And she's like, what rules?
1: Yeah, the rules thing is weird because then, like, they fuck again, Mm -hmm. and he tries to leave right after, and, like, she wants him to stay the night, and she gets very, very upset, and he's, like, talking about the rules, and he's, like, this was just, like, we were just having some fun, and she's, like, no, you were having fun. You didn't care how I felt about it. And that's the thing that's so frustrating because she's so right. Yes. But, like, she is right, but she goes to do terrible, unacceptable, reprehensible things.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is also like, even if you feel like you're being treated unfairly in this, like, which is understandable because he was not thinking about her and he was not being careful yeah. about her feelings or her experience for her to then be like, no, you entered
1: into like a contract, right? It's like, no, ma'am.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like you, you can't like, you can't do this, but also like he, like he's being inconsiderate
1: and she is going to go on to be a little, little, a little l- crazy. I don't want to say that. They're both wrong in different ways. Exactly. And it's like in situations like this where like someone is cheating, my position is usually like the person who is married is the one who fucked up the most. Like, yeah, she's doing a shitty thing sleeping with someone she knows is married, but like that's his problem. Like he needs to be the one to be like, no, I'm married, you know? Yes. Oh, Oh, completely. Like it's on him. But then like the things she does... Are really bad. Yeah, are not are not even a little bit excused, Not even a little bit. <laughs> and we're
0: about to get to thing number one. Oh
1: my god! Thing number one. Trigger warning, guys. This yeah, really like threw this. me for a loop. No,
0: it's deeply upsetting. Yeah, it's very upsetting.
1: My god.
0: Um, but as you may have have gleaned, um, w- the the kind of main scary thing in Madame Butterfly that upset Dan so much as a child is that Madame Butterfly. um kills herself after she is like abandoned by her lover. Um, so as Dan is trying to leave the apartment, Alex Glenn Close gets like very hysterical. Yeah. Um, and she's like grabbing him and, She's holding his face. And I went, oh, my God, is
1: she bleeding? And then I was like, no, it's just the light. And then I went, oh, my God, she is bleeding. Well, because she walks in, like, with her hands behind her back. Yes. And I was like, oh, she has a knife. She's going to kill him or something. But then she's kissing and, like, rubs blood all over his face. Like, what the fuck happened? He pulls her hands back and she has slit her wrists open. Holy shit. It's, like, really graphic and foul.
0: It's, yeah, it's really upsetting. And also like, as it's happening, like she's crying and like, obviously also sidebar, it's not just like, there's, cri-. like, I think the yeah. HBO Max, like synopsis was like a psychotic female exec or something. No, like, no, no. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. This is like so clearly a very, very unwell woman. Yeah. You know? Yes. Um,
1: Cause that's like, this is, a, this is a thing that happens to people and this is not the way that all people respond, you know?
0: yeah it was i yeah i don't know but i i appreciated that at least like it was clear like she wasn't just like evil and like like something was like wrong like she's dealing with something and she's not dealing with it in an appropriate or healthy way exactly but (laughs) but anyway so like that's happening and like she's crying and everything's very upsetting and he's horrified and freaking out and he's like he like runs her wrists underwater and i was like be careful be careful
1: like god i guess it works though because he like rips up a sheet or something, and he like ties around her wrist really tight. And like, I appreciate that he doesn't call nine one one because that would be really bad for her, probably. Yeah. So yeah. that was uh nice of him, and also maybe a little selfish because then he would have to explain why he was yeah. in this woman's apartment, why he's in the hospital with her, and like what? Not like not that it's his fault that she did this, like, right? But like what? The, what the circumstances were? Yeah.
0: Um, but while it's happening, there's like this very intense music, and like it really doesn't let up for a couple minutes, and it really freaks me the out. It fuck was really out. a
1: lot. And because yeah. it's so early on, too. Like, I was yeah. like, I thought we had the whole movie for her to get to this point, but she's there. <laughs>
0: that's the thing she's already she's like always at a
1: 10 but she's constantly switching tactics like it's even in this scene which is like another thing like this is just like the person that she is it's not like right this man broke up with her and yes. she went crazy it's yes. just like there's something and like not in a mean way there's something wrong with her like yeah she, no she has a problem that she needs to work through no exactly
0: so that all happens and i think he stays over like the night and he like calls a doctor and there's, like, a doctor's appointment that she can go to. Spoiler alert. Like, she does not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, and he's on the phone with his wife. And he's like, oh. He's like, oh, did you just call? I was in the shower. I thought I heard the phone ring. Like, fuck you. Like, he's yeah. making these elaborate lies. It made me so mad.
1: And is the dog still at Glenn Close's apartment? Or is the dog I at guess his house? I actually don't
0: know. I lost the plot on that one. I think it must be that he brings Quincy home.
1: Because then, at this point, he is feeding the dog cold spaghetti. Yeah, like, fuck you. Oh, my God. Dogs don't want spaghetti. Yeah. Give him dog food.
0: And it's, like, two things because, one, it saves him from having to, like, put out dog food. But also, it takes away the evidence of the spaghetti that's left over in the fridge, you know? You're so right. Um, and I was so mad that he did this. But I also, it was so funny because he goes, he goes, come here, Quincy. We'll make an Italian out of you yet. And that's <laughs> Shut the hilarious. fuck up. <laughs> yeah fuck him but that made me laugh so hard
1: yeah so then he comes home which i don't know how the dog got home because like he goes to work (laughs) and then he comes home and the dog is at home i don't know how that happened whatever
0: yeah but
1: his wife and ellen are back home too and he's like so happy to see his wife and like embraces her for so long and is like holding his kid and he's so happy to see them i'm like yeah i bet you feel really bad huh And it's also so frustrating, too, because it's like, oh, you don't realize, like, how good you have it until,
0: like, you sleep with a stranger and she is not well. (laughs) That made me really annoyed. But also, again, like, that is a flaw in him that it takes, like, a bad situation for him to realize how great his family is and his wife
1: is. Absolutely. Yeah, because Ellen's, like, doing card tricks and stuff. She's, like, just, like, a little adult. She's so cute. Because previously, Dan had been kind of dragging his feet on getting a new house with Beth. And You're it was so something right. she really wanted. But now, after these events, he's like, yeah, you know what? Let's let's make an appointment to look at that house. And so let's do it, like, so tomorrow, right. as soon as possible. So uh, they go and they look at this house. And he's like, yeah, I think we should buy it. I think it's really good. I think we should move out of the city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally. Um, it's so frustrating. Yeah. But... Because it makes Beth so happy. She's like, you yeah. mean it? Like, she's so excited. The ship sailed a while ago, but, like, the second he lies to her, it's fucked. Yeah. Like, it's bad that you did this in the first place. But if he was like, hey, welcome home, we need to talk. I did something really fucking horrible. Right. Like, it's not good, and maybe there's no coming back from that, and that's fine. Like, that's your right. choice. But do you know what I mean? It's so much
1: better. But there's certainly no movie if that happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> um, And so... The issue is that he can't just like decide this and never see her again because they work in the same industry at like at like partner ish firms. That's not how that works. But like they're co-workers yeah.
1: basically. So he goes back to work and Alex is waiting for him in his office in this like leather coat. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, of course, she looks fucking amazing. Just it's like high like fashion. Leather. Like, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Ridiculous she goes into the office and she's just a little bit framed on one side by pictures of his wife.
1: Oh yeah. Like the way
0: it's there's like, there's like seven
1: photos of Beth and Ellen all around the <laughs> office. It's amazing. It's so funny that he's such a wife guy and like, cannot stop himself yeah. from cheating on his wife. Literally.
0: There is a little bit of that. Like men and women can't be friends. Bullshit going on in yeah. this movie. I think which like, yeah, it was 1987.
1: Yeah. Um so she thanks him for what he did the previous night at her home and apologizes and then she invites him to go see Madam Butterfly with her Ugh. and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like
0: listen i'm glad you're okay we can't do this. I am married. I'm staying married. Like, this is not happening. And I think it might be at this point. He's like, We're not together. If I wasn't with my wife, maybe I'd be with you, but I'm with my wife. Right. Which I'm like, Why would you Don't say, say that. that? Yeah,
1: exactly. Why <laughs> would you say that? Stupid. Uh, but then we get this really cool, like, two inner cut scenes yes. of her crying at home like looking at the madam butterfly tickets and just turning a light on and off me too queen just <laughs> devastated and that's intercut with Dan bowling with his friends and like it's like the most fun i've ever seen anyone have bowling
0: literally <laughs> it's amazing jimmy's like doing his little bits and like being silly and adorable and then like <laughs> Dan bowls a strike
1: and jumps into jimmy's arms i was like i'm i'm thrilled they're having an absurd amount of fun and it's just it's like those nuts. two scenes cutting between each other it's wonderful yeah.
0: that's how i feel like every weekend night that i'm <laughs> yes. not
1: doing anything just turning a light on and off in
0: my like room. just knowing there are people in the world like bowling and leaping into each yes! other's arms
1: <laughs> i just stare at my madam butterfly tickets two madam <laughs> butterfly tickets never worn <laughs> <laughs> fuck
0: Oh geez. Um I gotta
1: be honest, I do not know what happens in this next scene because my notes just say Fred Gwynn in all caps with exclamation points. So I don't know what Who's Fred, Fred Gwynn, Gwynn does. He's like I literally don't even know what his job is, but he's like the older lawyery guy that um oh, yeah. Dan is talking to. But Fred Gwynn uh plays Judd in Pet Cemetery. Oh well, hell yeah. That's one of my favorite performances in any movie ever. He's sometimes dead is better. That's him. <gasps> And he's so King, fucking good holy shit I think he was also like herman munster oh, there we go i don't know what he does they, they talk remember. in a stairwell
0: yeah it's not super important but basically he kind of impl- he asks um dan to like meet him for lunch and it's like i was like okay it cuts to hildy and jimmy so i didn't realize this at first hildy is like uh beth's best friend like they're on the phone in like the beginning of the movie it's just cute like the wives are best friends and the husbands are best friends and yeah then, like, they're like they sit next to the other person's spouse like it's just cute they're all besties and i love it yeah but they're like celebrating kind of they like um hildy and jimmy like bring champagne over because they think this lunch means that dan is going to be made a partner at the firm mm-hmm. they're like you're moving up in the world like you're leaving us plebs behind to move to the country like you're going to be rich and blah, blah 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 yeah and that's all well and good until the phone rings
1: oh my god
0: and who goes to answer it but Beth? And you see
1: Dan shitting bricks.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's kinda great. It's amazing. Um, and she covers the mouthpiece and she goes, It's the Mona <laughs> well
1: funny you should say that because olivia hussey was approached to play alex (gasps) in this movie like they asked her to play it and they sent her the script and she read the scene where the bunny gets killed and she refused because she's like a huge like animal rights activist vegan she was like i will not do that and like glenn close amazing in this movie but imagine if that was olivia hussey that would have been wild it would be a whole different movie but it also would have been really good
0: Ugh, I love her. I want her to be in every movie ever. Me too. The
1: That's the thing. I want every um, movie to exist as it is. And then there to be an alternate cut where Olivia Hussey is in it.
0: Yes. Um, I want saving private Olivia Hussey. Uh, no, I don't. I don't want her to have to do that. Okay. Um, but there's just like nobody on the phone. Yep. Um, and, you know, Beth is like, but also Beth is like, hello, hello. Like for too long. I'm
1: like, mama, hang, hang up. up. <laughs> Give it two hellos and then hang up.
0: Um, But she does hang up and good morning. Everybody's in bed. It's 2 a.m. And
1: the phone is ringing again. That's so evil. That's so sick and twisted. Right. And so Dan answers and he's trying to be all like sneaky and pretend it's his boss. And he's like, oh, I don't have the papers right in front of me. Can't this wait till tomorrow morning? And she's like, you will meet me here at six o'clock. You will not miss this. And he's like, no, I'll see what I can do. (laughs) Like
0: so stressful also at one point it just the captions for me just said heavy breathing and True. girl me too True, because <laughs> she's literally just
1: pacing her apartment going like <sighs> tentacles squelching wetly <laughs> dude
0: she says don't disappoint me that's scary that's a threat
1: yeah people in this movie are so scary literally like literally everyone is scary
0: but also, she says to meet him at six o'clock, and when they meet, it's broad daylight. And like, I'm like, Which six o'clock is this?
1: Yeah. Literally, I would have had to clarify like the sunny one or the dark one.
0: <laughs> and they, were, I, but, but then they go right into the train. I'm like,
1: where are we going? <laughs> I guess it's the morning. It doesn't, they, they go argue in the subway. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, they're arguing in the subway, and she's like, but I love you. And I'm like, whoa, <sighs> dude. Yep. You had sex for one weekend. Absolutely wild. But Tara, tell them more about how they had sex for one weekend.
0: (laughs) So here's the problem is that she says, I love you. And that's way too much. But then he's like, oh, you're going on about our imaginary love affair. And I'm like, take a pause. (laughs) Like that happened. That did happen. Yeah. We saw the movie. What the fuck? Like, I didn't like that. That I mean, everything he does, I don't like him. So surprise. But also Glenn Close is pregnant. Maybe. She
1: could not be pregnant. She tells him that she's pregnant and that it's his. And that is literally impossible. Like they had sex a week ago. You're so right. Like there's no way that the week after you would know that you're pregnant. And I don't know if that's like on purpose. And like this guy's so fucking dumb. He can't even call (laughs) her out on this. Or if like they were just stupid (laughs) writing this movie. But the whole rest of the time I was just like, that's impossible. You're lying. That's impossible that's interesting like i mean i guess it's not impossible but like it seems incredibly unlikely but nobody calls her on it nobody's ever like what the fuck
0: (laughs) but so basically he's like okay well don't worry i got you i'm gonna help you take care of this and she's like what do you mean
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's like i'll pay for the abortion she's like i don't want an abortion and his face is so funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) hysterical he's so good
0: And she's like well like there are plenty of like single parent families and he's like -hmm." he's like okay so why are you telling me and she's like well i don't know like
1: she's like i wanted to give you the option yeah yeah, like
0: i want you to want to be involved and he's like oh man he's like what i don't get a say and i'm like no you don't and it was approximately at that moment that i was like actually this is part of the good for her cinematic universe no
1: it isn't (laughs) no No, it is isn't. bad for her bad for her bad for everyone
0: but like i'm sorry i'll say it sometimes i was like girl (laughs) boss
1: Every time it was, like, pro-choice, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> she also has this really good line where she's like, well, you play fair with me and I'll play fair with you. And I was like,
1: oh, God. I was just talking about Michael Douglas's face, but her face while she's doing this, like, she has a oh. huge smile on her face, like, talking yeah. about how excited she is to have this baby. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> it's so stressful. She is incredible. Because, like, here's the
0: thing, like, if she was really pregnant... It would be fair enough to be like, "Hey, like you got me pregnant, you need to like own up to that." Right. But like, first of all, she's lying. Second of all, like, it's just that like there's clearly no interest for her in being a mother. It is clearly like a oh thing. yeah, like you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um, but that's the thing like you like you kind of can't do this and like that's not fair to like another woman who was like oh shit well I wanted to have a child and now
1: I'm pregnant so I'm just gonna go ahead with the pregnancy you know right well that's the thing it's like no matter how shitty it is you cannot force the other party to like want to be a parent if they're not gonna do it like that's just the fucked up thing about like being people interacting with other people in the world like you can't make anyone do anything they don't want to do even if it is the right thing to do you can't make them do it
0: right exactly but then it comes up later that he's like, does she have a case? And I'm like, yeah, she's got a case. Yeah. Like, she wanted to sue him for like child support.
1: Yeah, she totally. could. She totally could. It would just have to be his baby, which is, I think, medically impossible. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Where I
0: did operate on the fact, assuming she was just totally fucking pregnant. I feel like the movie operates on yeah. that fact. I have to like, he goes home, but then he goes out and stalks her. So I don't know how important it is that he goes home.
1: Yeah that's this is just another example of the movie being shot really well because mm. he like races up to her apartment to break in and the camera's like yeah. it's so dynamic and like everything's yeah, moving yeah, yeah, so yeah. fast and it's like so frenetic and just like stressful it's and awesome. amazing and he's just like shuffling through all her shit and i'm like oh yeah. now you're no better than her you've broken yes, into her yes. home
0: i was like you get out of her. i was like joe goldberg
1: like yeah i was like get out of there like, it's turning so ugly, you know? Right, because, like, now he's fucked himself, because, like, if she found out you broke into her oh, home, yeah. she, he can press charges. Exactly. It's nuts. Good shit.
0: Um, And so this is when the dad heart attack thing comes back, because he doesn't find anything, but he finds, like, a memory book, and there's, like, newspaper clipping that her dad did die of a heart attack it's when he was 42 so maybe it was when she was five i don't know but it's like she lied she's crazy i think that's why that's there. right but it's just like why'd she lie about that i know it's weird and i guess that's what they want us to be like what the fuck why would she lie about something that wasn't relevant i don't know she's unpredictable yeah Mm, scary women can be unwell sometimes
1: scary as an unwell woman yeah as an unwell terrified. woman it actually is really scary to I'm, I'm in your walls
0: but the next thing we see is a librarian just like pushing books through the stacks um but we basically see that jimmy and dan are having a little clandestine meeting in the stacks to discuss dan's affair which i was just charmed by even yeah i was I hate like dan.
1: i'm glad you're telling someone it should be your yeah. wife, but i'm glad you're telling your boy yeah <laughs> but he's and this is when he says he's like she has a really
0: like pretty good case against you because he's like i don't practice family law i don't know anything about it and he's right. like yeah it's not it's not gonna it's not looking good um because he says like there's no proof that he's not the
1: father right except- he's like i called her doctor and she is pregnant and i'm like but I, like how i i don't know correct Maybe me if i'm wrong to listeners passed? i don't think so no yeah it's weird whatever i don't think it's possible that she's pregnant with his baby but regardless
0: and Dan has a line that I was like ready to set my TV on fire. He's like, "I'm scared, Jimmy. I don't want to lose my family." And I was like, "Well,
1: well, well. You if should it isn't have the thought consequences of, of your own actions. Yes, holy shit. There was a very good opportunity for you to have that realization. Yeah, like
0: I don't want to lose my family, so I'm not going to cheat on my wife. <laughs> if only there was a solution to this
1: problem, which would be not cheating on your wife. Anyway. Um. And the next thing we see, <gasps> yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I was like, check off stun gun. No, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Alex is at home watching TV like in darkness and there's like shit spread out all over her bed and there's like some cop show on TV, but they like it feels like they take a moment to be like and this stun gun was used in a crime and I was like, oh my God, but it's not relevant. <laughs> but she calls up um, Dan's house phone again, but she can't get through. And the operator is like, I'm sorry, like, this number has been switched to unlisted. Like, it's not in service anymore. Yeah. And what does she do, Riley?
1: She, like, screams at the operator, first of all. She yeah. flies off the handle. And then
0: she's just, like, slamming
1: the phone. Like, she loses it.
0: Um, and then her next tactic. So it's, I guess, just another day at the office or something. And Michael Douglas comes home. And there's two women talking in the apartment. And listeners, you want to take a wild guess as to who they
1: are? <laughs> it's out of c- it's the most tense interaction i've seen in a movie in a long totally. time just them pretending to meet each other for the first time <sighs> and beth being like isn't this great she's interested in our apartment yeah and Ugh. just once again he is just shitting bricks and like he's not smooth at all like if i was his wife I'd yeah, be like, no. why are you being so fucking weird right now because he tries to okay so, Alex
0: is like, I want to move into this apartment. It's so beautiful. Like, what's it like to clean? Is it a problem? And Beth is being like, oh, lovely. Yeah. She's like, no, like, there's great schools. And she's like, Alex is expecting a baby. And he's like, oh, yeah? Like, oh, <laughs> oh my horrendous. God. He's like,
1: oh, I got a lot of work to do. Like, <laughs> it's so, he's not acting like a real person.
0: And he, like, tries to pretend they've never met. And she has, like, a bunch of things. She's like, no, I remember you from the party. What's the publisher you work for again? I
1: forget. Like, oh And Beth was like, oh, yeah, the samurai book. You were there. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, you're losing it. But th- they're having this conversation.
0: Um, and Beth mentions where they're moving to. She's like, oh, we're moving to, like, Bedford or somewhere. Like, upstate, presumably. Or- like, that sounds maybe so nice. And then she's like, yeah, I'm going to have a baby. And I was like, a single mom who works two
1: jobs. (laughs) But then, like, as she's leaving, she's like, yeah, I'm interested in the house. Blah, blah, blah. And Beth's like, here, let me give you our phone number. And you see, like, the color leave Dan's face. Mm. And Glenn Close is just like, all right. So then that night, he goes to Alex's apartment to scream at her. Yeah. First of all. And also, she looks so pretty. Like she I said, she's beautiful. always
0: ready. Yeah. She's wearing like a like a little like slip lingerie dress thing. She looks great. She looks so good. And he's just screaming at her. Sorry, when he rings the bell, she's like, "Who?" I was like, "Icon." <laughs> like it's sometimes
1: like you just have to. She just I gets know. a good one in. She does. She's always ready. Um, Until she's not. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but this is when he's like, "Your choice has nothing to do with me," and I'm like so true bestie (laughs) yeah actually yeah like it is actually her choice and nobody else's what a concept
0: yeah but the thing is it did take two to make this baby exist yeah absolutely um so like so she says like he's like you need to stop this and she's like it's not gonna stop it's not gonna stop until you face up to your responsibilities and it's like that would be a fair point if this wasn't a fake baby. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. That's, again, I was like, why isn't anyone talking about how she couldn't know she was pregnant that soon? <laughs> like, why are we not discussing it? Are we so stupid?
0: But it's also, like, if they had communicated, like, you can't just fuck someone. Like, I get it's all, like, sexy and fun, but you have to be like, hey, listen, I guess he doesn't know. But, yeah. like, if they had talked and she was like, listen, I don't want to get, like, thrown away after this, you know? But there's no communication. Like, not to defend him because he sucks, but, like... right you know for her to be like you have to be here for this child and he's like I don't I don't want you to have the child even
1: yeah I wish there was no child <laughs> right but this argument is getting so heated and then Glenn oh. Close just goes hit me then and I was like oh no yeah none of this no 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 and that doesn't really like he doesn't really take that bait he is getting like close to I feel like but yeah he doesn't He like it's scary <laughs> And then she switches tactics and she goes, okay, I'll tell your wife. And then he snaps and he goes, if you tell my wife, I'll kill you.
0: Whoa. Well, now you've done it. Well, now you've done it. <laughs> like, like slams her against the wall. Yeah. Like, okay, fuck.
1: That's my notes to say, oh, yikes.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Now you lost all rights. Like we fuck just you. turned
1: it up to level 11. Like we are on a different plane now.
0: <laughs> my next note just says I'm a Beth stan.
1: I am a Beth Stan.
0: I love Beth. So Beth, are you single? You should be. Beth, I hope you are. Beth, I want to raise your very cute, adorable daughter with you. (laughs)
1: Beth, I will do that.
0: Beth, I will show up for Ellen. (laughs) I will teach her card
1: tricks. (laughs) Me and my 40-year-old wife and our baby. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Living the dream in upstate New York. They're moving into their new house and the phone rings and it's really scary, but it's like just his assistant or secretary or whoever Martha is to (laughs) Mm -hmm. him. But then like the phone rings again, like there's just so much phone ringing in this movie. It's like Black Christmas. I was like,
0: thank God we don't have
1: landlines anymore. I would never recover. Never. I could never answer a telephone again after watching this movie.
0: I was so activated. I was like, I'm freaking out. I couldn't handle if a telephone rang. Also, like, this is how you do Pacific Heights. Like, this is how you weasel your way into someone's life and refuse to leave. Like, this is Alex's wad. Alex's wad.
1: Her wad is (laughs) so big.
0: It really is. She does not let up. But because, like, they're still moving in. And also, like, his job is still in Manhattan. Yeah. So he's at work. And what does he have, Riley? He's got a fucking rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Let the rabbit eat some bagel.
1: The rabbit can have a little bagel as a treat. How much bagel did you give it?
0: If he could do people, he can he do, do rabbits. rabbits. Sorry. In succession, the main guy gets a rabbit for his kids. Like for similar, like not the same, but like he's a bad dad. So yeah. he gets them a rabbit. And this man like is
1: not being a good father. And so he gets his child a rabbit. Like don't get your kid a rabbit. It means you're a bad dad. It means you're a bad dad. And then you're going to tell your nanny to feed the rabbit bagels. Even though the nanny tells you that rabbits aren't supposed to have bagels. She Googled it. It makes them sick. And then the rabbit eats some bagel because you told her to. And then the rabbit gets sick and you don't have a rabbit doctor and you're fucked and you're a shitty dad anyway
0: you hear that kendall roy <laughs> real man kendall roy listen up okay okay
1: okay so then he leaves work to go get his car from the parking garage oh yeah and alex is here and i couldn't figure out where he was at first but then he approaches his car and i don't know what the fuck Literally. happened is like she dumped acid on it that's what it looks like like the car is sizzling i don't know what happened his car is melty
0: yeah and she's like watching him from like the corners it's very scary the way it's filmed um and like that's the first part of what becomes like a very elaborate saw trap basically i was
1: about to say because he receives a tape and it's alex and she's like dan i would like to play a game (laughs)
0: literally because he gets it on the way out from the office but like you don't, like, you forget about it because there's other shit going on, like the melting car. And, like, he puts the rabbit down too close to the melting car. There's so much happening. I was like, you're going to get acid on your rabbit, my friend. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> you could give the rabbit a little acid.
0: <laughs> How much acid did you give the rabbit? God. So he gets a rental car and he, like, tells Beth, like, I'm going to be late or whatever because something got fucked up with the car. He, like, picks one up. And he's like, oh, it was the electrical system. I'm like, I don't think it was the electrical system. like the
1: acid poured on the car. <laughs> Literally.
0: But he gets his rental car and he drives out and then a car immediately pulls up right behind him. God fucking damn it, dude. Terrifying. And, he, he, and then he like looks over because I guess he's like in traffic or something. And he's like, oh, the tape. And he opens it and it says, play me, Alex. And I was like, oh, no.
1: Hello, Zep. Literally she's like a genius though this is so well orchestrated i know he's playing the tape and she's like this is what you've reduced me to yes and what a predicament he is in (laughs) literally but now she's calling him the f-slur like she's like i think you don't even like girls little gay boy
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's so annoying
1: she pivots so much
0: like she's every
1: possible avenue and one of those is calling him a little gay boy
0: And she says, like, also the most serial killer thing. She goes, I feel you. I taste you. I. thank you. I touch you. Scary. I said, this woman walked so Joe Goldberg could run because the tape sounds like his little creepy inner monologue
1: of like, you made me like this, you know? And like, now I can't leave you and shit like that. That's, I was just listening to the dead meat podcast, talk about men. And like, they're talking about how like all the men in that movie are like, look what you did to me. Or like, look what you made me do. And they were talking specifically about when like the man shoves his hand through the letterbox and she like stabs him through the hand and the way Uh that he pulls, pulls the knife all the way down oh, his arm he's like ow. and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like look what you're doing to me but he's literally doing it to himself yeah it's like very oh with much his fucking hand oh my god i'm like look what you've reduced me to and i'm like ma'am <laughs> only you are responsible for this right now like, literally he did a bad thing but we can't say that's what made you behave like this
0: no but he like pauses the tape in the middle because he gets to the house and i was like no you have to finish that there's gonna be demands i bet yeah Well, she's trailing him. So, of course, he gets out and he brings the rabbit inside and Ellen's so happy and mom is so happy and it's so cute. And Alex
1: watches this happen through the window and goes and throws up in the bushes. (laughs)
0: Literally. Oh, my God. Uh, So later at night, he goes
1: to listen to the rest of the tape. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, I was mad, though, because there was a little
1: continuity error. Yeah, I was like, because it didn't have the F-slur again. Yeah, they are like, like, we can't do that twice. But, like, that's going to stick in the brain, so I'm going to notice yeah. when you don't do that again. And it was like, why didn't you just do it zero
0: times?
1: <laughs> like, like,
0: I don't think her, like, wildly flipping to, like, you don't even like girls. Like, that's fine. I think it makes sense for the character, but, like, you don't need to use the F-slur. He listens to the rest of the tape. I think he gets through more of it. And then Beth comes in to
1: see what's going on. And she like touches his shoulder and he screams. And she's like, what were you listening to? And he's like, ah, like meeting notes. And I'm like, what the fuck (laughs) kind of meeting?
0: (laughs) And she's like, you need to go to bed. Like, come drink some brandy and I'll rub your back. And I'm like, you don't deserve him. Or the other way around. He doesn't deserve you. She's the best. Oh, God. And then he goes to the police. And he's Mm. like, I have this client. Um, who's being stalked by this crazy woman and she destroyed his car. And I was like, and this
1: client is he in the room with you right now? (laughs) But basically the conclusion they come to is that like, it may not be worth it to press charges because then this quote unquote client would have to explain to his wife what was happening. And like, would that be worth it? And also, the lawyer's like maybe like she's uh like satiated now that she's trashed this man's car and like bring up a lawsuit would just like make her mad again and make her do worse things so he's like no she's gonna do something again like there's no way she's gonna leave him alone and he
0: goes well without proof there's not much you can do Mm -hmm. it's this guy's bed now he's gonna have to lie in it and i was like i know that's right yeah
1: ellen's like rehearsing for a play and she's just being very cute And it makes Dan have, like, a little bit of a breakdown because he's like, oh, fuck, that's right. I love my daughter. And I'm like, well, yeah.
0: It's like, oh, shit, I put my family in
1: a really dangerous situation because I couldn't cope with the consequences of my actions.
0: Crazy, right?
1: And speaking of dangerous situations. Oh, my God. (laughs) Beth comes home one day to a boiling pot on the stove. Mm. Uh, I knew exactly what was in there as soon as I saw it. She takes off the lid and we like see the fucking slaughtered bunny. It's a lot. In this pot. It's so upsetting.
0: And also as she's approaching the pot, it's intercut with Ellen running out to the rabbit hutch outside. Yeah. And it's like cutting back and forth. And like Ellen is like screaming, Whitey's gone. And I was like, Whitey's on the moon. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's But it's very, very upsetting. I was just, like, please, God, don't let Ellen see this. Like I was so worried. Yeah. And she um, is so fucking sad. It cuts to her oh like, leg God. in bed crying. Oh. I hated it. I also hated it. <laughs> it's the thing of like, what did they make this child do? for a later scene which is coming right up in which she cries like the director had michael douglas like yell at her and like make her and like say he was gonna take her toy away and like made her cry and i was like that's fucked up but i did read like to this day michael douglas is like i don't feel good about that oh (laughs) but that's if your director tells you to do that that's not on you i mean i guess he could have said no he's a grown-up whatever yeah it's hard yeah i don't think that would happen today is i guess the point i'm making
0: but that was they did that all the fucking time in the past um not yeah not that it's okay but it's like yeah that makes sense but so like now he has to fucking come clean
1: yeah things have gone a bit too far
0: like you can't just be like wow that's crazy i don't know what happened there
1: someone murdered our daughter's rabbit weird
0: and like knows where we live
1: like yeah because
0: like your daughter might die now like yeah
1: it's it's too much now that's that's a worry (laughs)
0: yeah um but so basically, he tells Beth, and oh my god, she eats. The scene Literally, is so heartbreaking.
1: I just got goosebumps all over my body. I just got like a flush of chills. The scene is, yeah. Ugh. She's an amazing actor. She's so good. Because
0: like, for so long, you can see her like kind of starting to get it, but not wanting to believe it. And she's like, yeah. well, what happened? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what did you have a fucking affair? And he's kind of like, like yeah. yep. And she's like okay like it just it
1: hurts me and that's that's when she asks do you love her Mm -hmm. and he's like no 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 um she is pregnant though (laughs) and like she very rightfully so flips out yeah it's like it's an explosive fight that they're having a lot
0: but the thing is and like first of all kudos to her for holding it that long because i would have been screaming way sooner (laughs) oh
1: yeah as soon as like i said affair and he said yeah i would have been like get the fuck out
0: But she's like, get the fuck out of here. And instead of like being like, I'm sorry, you're right. He's like grabbing her and trying to make her calm down. And I'm like, do not put your
1: hands on this woman right now. No way. And then they're being so fucking loud. So Ellen comes downstairs. And this is what I texted you. I was like, fatal attraction is making me cry. Yep. Because just like watching her watch them. And she looks so sad. And she's like petting her stuffed unicorn. (laughs) Yeah. I lost it. No, it's horrible. She's so sad. It's so intense.
0: (laughs) It's awful, man. It's fucking so awful.
1: This is fucked up. So then Dan calls Alex and is like, my wife wants to talk to you. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't make your wife talk to her. Yeah. Like, I guess she wanted to, but it's just weird.
0: Well, she's like, why would I want to do that? But she's like, I don't believe you that you told your wife. Right. And like... This, this is part of, this is the good for her cinematic universe because Beth gets on the phone and she goes, this is Beth Gallagher. If you come near my family again, I will kill you. And I was like, yeah, Beth, go off.
1: Everyone is just telling Alex they want to kill her. It's wild. Yeah. Gotta be hard to hear. <laughs> it's yeah. gotta be hard to hear. Apparently so.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just want to say, I I know we already talked about Ellen, but I wrote this baby
1: is so talented. <laughs> oh God, she breaks my heart. It's her. It's horrific. Because Dan gets kicked out of the home, rightfully so. Yeah. And I think this, like, one night he's, like, calling home to, like, say goodnight to her. And, like, she's so sad. She's like, when will you come back? And he's like, I don't really know. And she's like, will you call me tomorrow? And, like, that made me, like, want to cry so hard. Like, I don't know. I just love my dad. And that made me sad. No, that's valid.
0: (laughs) He also does the thing that you should never do. Well, okay. Like, if you're not in an acrimonious divorce and you tell your kid to be like, hey, can you tell, like, your mom that, like x y and z is going on but he's like give mom my love okay i'm like don't put her in the middle like that that's so fucked up that's shitty like i i don't know if i've mentioned it my parents divorced and they didn't do any shit like that no because they're, they're like, nice yeah because they're not assholes. yeah <laughs> um they're reasonable people it's just such an awful thing to do like i understand your wife isn't talking to you but like give her some space have you thought about that yeah
1: yeah For real. Also,
0: um, the mom is playing a Posh Bell, Posh Bell, whatever, song on the piano, and it's like in a Radiohead song. It's exit music for a film. Oh, wow. It's it's the actual classical piece. But my ears pricked up because
1: I've used that in class. I was like, oh. Um, (laughs) Not relevant, but... Okay, next scene that I freaked out about. Oh,
0: my God.
1: This like this may be my personal scariest movie moment. This is my worst teacher nightmare. This, like, literally, like, my stomach dropped to my ass during this scene.
0: Yeah, this is a very real extreme fear that I, I had while
1: I was teaching. Because Beth goes to school to pick up Ellen, and, like, the teachers are outside. And, like, oh, like, did you forget something? And she's like, what do you mean? I'm here to pick up Ellen. And they're like, she already got picked up. And And they're saying, like, you already picked her up. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, what is the pickup system at this school? I'm like, I was so pissed. I was livid. I was like, this is how did this happen? This is so not okay. Because,
0: like, we had a really strict pickup system because of. And like, I don't know. I haven't, like, been in an elementary school since I was in elementary school. Like, middle school, they would let us go home. Like, oh, I took the bus. Yeah. You know, like. Like, little tiny babies. You can't just have randos picking them up nuts like we have a list and everything and like there would be times where like there would be someone and the child would be like oh that's my aunt sally and i'd be like okay and then i would run back downstairs and i'd be like is aunt sally on the list and everybody would be like yes and i would yeah. be yeah like, okay
1: but like how did this fucking happen and like mom is running around the school they're like oh uh, check inside uh, the lockers oh my god it oh uh, just her like running and crying and screaming and looking for her daughter is like the most horrifying thing it is harrowing and there's like
0: a little baby (sighs) named alicia and she's like alicia have you seen um have you seen ellen and she goes she's gone and i was like i'm gonna go jump into a lake it's so sick and
1: twisted like leave her out of this literally please and i mean like the only like glimmer of a silver lining is i'm like okay now this woman has kidnapped your child like you have charges you can press against her like
0: that's so true
1: but for the love of god this was awful
0: also like for me it's gonna get worse (laughs) yeah because she's running around the school and then she just like gets in her car and is driving around the neighborhood trying to find her child oh god i wanted to throw up and it's intercut with fucking alex like at like the boardwalk with ellen like buying her ice cream looking like a fucking murderer like she has this (laughs) scary sly little smile on
1: her face i wanted to die There's this one shot that made me laugh so fucking hard (laughs) because she (laughs) takes Ellen on a roller coaster and there's just a shot of the two of them sitting together and Glenn Close looking like a super villain in her like leather coat (laughs) and like dark eye makeup, just like stone faced on this roller coaster. Yeah, no, but it's so scary because it's
0: like and like they're showing you POV of the roller coaster and then it's it's like Ellen, Ellen. Oh, my God god i was having a fucking fit i was so anxious i was like she's gonna throw this child off this roller coaster i was convinced
1: and beth is so like reasonably worked up she's like not paying attention to where she's going and she ends up rear-ending a car so hard that she ends up in the hospital
0: yeah it's oh my god and this made me so mad um because michael douglas shows and also like first of all Alex just drops Ellen off at home (laughs) yeah
1: she's like oh and then she's like give me a kiss awful oh scary fuck
0: I just like remember the conversations with my mom of like don't go with anybody like even she was like even our family even our close friends if they don't tell you we had like a secret word yeah or like a phrase or something and she was like if they don't say that to you I didn't tell them to come get you so don't go with them right you know Like, people we knew and trusted. She was like, don't go with them. Yeah, because you don't want God taking your
1: kid on a roller coaster. (laughs)
0: Like, just heaven fucking forbid, you know? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So we next see Michael Douglas, like, running into the hospital. Mm -hmm. And Ellen's with her grandparents. And he, like, goes into Beth's room. And the dad is there. And he just, like, looks at him and looks away. And I was like, hell yeah,
1: dad. Yeah, for real. He, like, holds her hand and cries and whatever. And the next thing we see is Dan busting into alex's apartment and he just slams her face against a door it's like i mean not that violent things haven't been happening in this movie but like that sort of violence is like really alarming and i mean like she's like scared not to say it's justified or not justified but it's just an alarming thing to see
0: no exactly because it's like in in theory it's like this is the protagonist attacking the antagonist but, like, regardless of context, it's just scary to watch a man burst into a woman's apartment and try to kill her. Yeah, for sure. They
1: have a <laughs> knockdown drag out fight. It, it is, is so insane. intense.
0: It's, it's so like cool. one of the most intense fight
1: sequences I've seen yeah. in a while.
0: And we get, like, a POV shot of him choking her and his face is all snarly and scary. I was like, mm, put it back. I don't like it. Don't He's choking like it. her out.
1: We see that. And then he we see him stop himself. He's like, oh, I'm about yeah. to kill her. And he stops. And then, oh my God, she has a knife.
0: Oh my God, she lunges at him screaming.
1: It's crazy. And that's the thing. It's like, I mean, he did break into her house and attack her. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so fucked. Like, there's so many layers. No, that's so true. She would, like, be within her rights right now. No, that's the thing. You know, I mean, annually. I guess, like, you have, like, the kidnapping angle. But, like, that's true. I don't know. I feel, I don't it's know. It's fraught. Yeah. It's fraught. Let's... <laughs> And I don't mean like morally, I just mean like legally. Oh yeah,
0: no, 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 exactly. It's like, cause there's so many things you can be like, well. Yeah. Um, In my problematic era, when she lunched at him with the knife, I went, huh, queen.
1: <laughs> Gaslight gatekeep girl boss.
0: <laughs> Literally. But he gets the knife away from her and they're like, you know, like in fight stance looking yeah. at each other
1: and he puts the knife down and I was like don't do that why the fuck do he like sets it on the counter and leaves and i'm like why did you do that
0: and she's smiling i know oh scary scary
1: and now he's willing to go to the authorities
0: yeah but there's like almost a little bit of like hysterical man
1: they're like okay sir we'll look out for her i was like ha. yeah they're like yeah we'll like bring her in for questioning they're like what could this lady have done to you you know yeah, which like I shouldn't I shouldn't be triumphantly laughing about that, but I was happy the
0: the script got flipped a little, you know? No, absolutely. But also, dude, what did you think that would solve? Yeah. It's like in fucking Pacific Heights. Yeah. Like you can't just attack someone who's
1: trying to ruin your life. That is not the solution. It is not. I would argue like killing someone adds more problems to your life. <laughs> yeah. I think you're so right about that actually. <laughs> So back at home, Dan tucks Ellen into bed, and Beth goes upstairs to take a bath. That made me anxious. Yeah. Dan gets a phone call from the detectives. They're like, oh, we can't find Alex. We don't know where she is. Sorry. Oh, boy. I know where <laughs> she is. I know exactly where she is. Um, and then we do
0: get a Chekhov's gun, because he mm-hmm. opens a little yes! drawer while he's on the phone. He's there's like, a little gun in there. And you're like, okay. He's he like, still there? The okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. And oh God. And so like Beth is like running this bath and he hangs up the phone and he like comes in to check on her. Um, And she's like, I would like some tea. And he's like coming right up. And I was like, dump his ass. (laughs) Because she seems like she's taking him back.
1: So he goes downstairs to make her tea in what must be the loudest tea (laughs) kettle in all of creation. Literally. It is out of control. Because the tea kettle starts whistling. We cut back upstairs. Beth is like wiping the steam off of the mirror. Alex is in the mirror right fucking behind her. Uh Uh-huh. And like, you know, it's about to happen, but it's so scary. Yeah. And Beth is screaming, but apparently this kettle is so loud that Dan can't hear her. And you know what also is crazy? Because she's screaming. Glenn
0: Close is in that bathroom being terrifying. She goes, what are you doing here? (sighs) Yes. The what are you doing here? What are you (sighs) doing here? And she's like holding the knife and she's like waving it around in like kind of a stabby motion. And it's like catching in the skirt of her dress and then like slicing her thigh up.
1: Oh, so fucking scary, dude. And the tub's just
0: overflowing. It's just like so many things going on. And that's like the tub is overflowing. I was like, Quincy's going to save the day.
1: No. (laughs) Quincy just starts licking up the puddle. Like the ceiling starts leaking from the Uh. tub overflowing. And Quincy's like, yummy. And just licks the water off the floor. And I'm like, surely Dan will notice that. He does not. Yeah. And like finally he
0: takes the tea kettle. And the thing is he acts this fantastically. He lifts the tea kettle and immediately startles because he can suddenly hear the yelling. Right.
1: Which is really good.
0: Like, God bless you, Michael
1: Douglas, for making that work. Yeah. It's nuts. So he dashes upstairs. Alex is just like wildly slashing everywhere. She's slashing at Beth, she slashes at him. He slams her head into the mirror and it like shatters yep. everywhere.
0: Eventually, he's able to slam her like into the overflowing bathtub. Yeah. And he just fucking holds her underwater.
1: And like it's so interesting because like this doesn't feel very good. No, like, this like in any other movie would be like the triumphant moment where like the mm-hmm. hero conquers the villain. But I'm like this feels icky. Like this feels terrible. He's just drowning, and I'm like not that. Like oh, this poor woman. You know, no, like, but she's like, a bad person.
0: No, but there's something about like it feels like intimate partner violence. Like do you know what I mean? It's just it just
1: like, like imagine just a lot if somebody you had sex
0: with was trying to fucking kill you. For both yeah. of them, I guess. Yeah, Shit. It's,
1: it doesn't feel good, which I think is interesting and cool and yeah. like better than a lesser movie.
0: But so finally, G- Glenn Close is eating. By the way, she's
1: drowning so good. She like, drowns so fucking good. She's amazing. That's. Do you want to know my fun fact about this scene? Please. So one of the times that Michael Douglas, like, slams her head against the wall, they, like, missed whatever they were supposed to do. And she, like, did hit her head really hard. And I think, like, got a concussion and had to go to the doctor. And when she went to the doctor, she found out she was pregnant. You're joking. I'm not joking. Holy shit. How wild is that?
0: Yeah. Imagine, though, plot twist. I was like,
1: and that's how, and and my (laughs) mom is Glenn Close this whole time. That's, did you ever see Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square? no i never did uh, there's an incredible line where the priest goes and i was that baby <laughs> <laughs> i love that shit i love and i was
0: that baby <laughs> um but she finally like drowns her and we see like little air bubbles come up and the yep. vecna noise happens <gasps>
1: yeah
0: classic 80s sound i guess really good um but i said no way she's dead yet yeah um because what does she do in a minute <laughs> Well, that's the thing also. I got scared because there's like a moment where they like pan down and I thought we were going to see his wife in there, you know? Oh, yeah. Because she's in like a white bathrobe and Glenn Close is in a white dress. Oh, and I was yeah. like, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But it's Glenn Close. That would have been so fucked. Right. But she pops up. <laughs> it's so startling. It's so scary. And they're like struggling again. And it looks like she's like maybe about to get him. And then boom, she gets shot right in the
1: middle of her body. <laughs> and she gets shot in the middle of her body by Beth
0: hell yeah and man. like
1: i don't know that doesn't feel very good either to me because like fair. now <laughs> that's on her now beth has killed Yo, someone way true but they have the intruder thing they do but like i mean just like for her as a person oh, yeah. like i'm sure killing someone like fucks with you and i'm like she no, should have right. to have that on her you're so right like isn't that like i don't know that almost feels worse no you're right you're being a good person i'm being
0: <laughs> i'm being like girl boss <laughs> because now no but, but that's like so true
1: now that's on her conscience when it should be on Dan's conscience, you know? Literally. I don't know. Dude. No, you're so it's right. It's like he like got out of it kind of. And no, it feels it's slimy like, to um, me. No, it's like.
0: There's there's a moment in The Punisher this kind of went viral where this like young girl like has shot a man and the Punisher Frank Castle is like she's like oh my god I killed him I killed that guy I killed him and he's like no no come here a minute and he like kicks the guy and like he makes a sound and then Frank fires like fucking a bunch of rounds at him right. he's like see that I killed him. Right. It's very that but in like a, an opposite kind of way yeah i was
1: like ooh, no
0: glenn close dies so good though dude she's she does. so talented
1: it's such a good death like the expression she, on her face she it just looks fucking real like, and she like slides down the wall oh it's man so well done and i mean i guess like at the very least beth and dan seem unified now yeah which like i guess good dump for them. his ass <laughs> dump his ass i mean she did murder for him so i feel like she's not gonna yeah. dump him um And then we get one long zoom in on a family photo, and that's the movie. Holy shit. Fascinating. It's just such a good way
0: to end it, because it's like, this family's never going to be the same. I don't know, but I can't imagine Ellen didn't hear something happening.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if she heard you guys yelling when you were arguing before, she probably heard you murdering a woman.
0: Literally. I was like is there gonna be a traumatized Ellen sequel but there isn't and I'm very relieved about that wouldn't that be nuts so
1: final thoughts on fatal attraction this movie is so good yeah holy shit it's way better than I thought it would be like I thought it was kind of like fluffy you know but it's just really well done and fun in a way even though it feels so bad
0: I'm glad it wasn't good enough to make my mom need to finish it. Exactly. Or I wouldn't be alive. No, it's a great movie, though. It's really good. It's really good.
1: So what do you think that the Bravo TV network chose as the, what is this, 59th scariest yeah. movie moment of all time?
0: I'm going to say her popping back up out of the bathtub.
1: That's it, Tara! Finally! That's, <laughs> that's it! Finally! That's so, because that- <laughs> I, before watching the movie, I thought it was going to be the rabbit in the pot. Just oh, because totally. that's like the iconic thing from the movie. Right. But, like, that was pretty scary it was and they love a jump scare they love a jump scare um let's see oh what's your scariest moment
0: i think mine is 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 missing like the roller coaster scene that was really scary oh my god
1: that was really scary and i think the rabbit scene was really scary too the rabbit scenes
0: the the uh, the suicide attempt is very scary yeah
1: because that was when i was expecting the least i feel like
0: yeah and just i don't the music doesn't let up i don't know how to explain it it's just very loud and like scary and this movie is just scary i was like it's scary i was so fucked up about it the whole time
1: um i didn't get a lot of notes about the special there's a lot of people there to talk about it though we got rob reiner Uh, we got amber benson we got the coors light twins classic Courtney Cox and David Arquette. David Arquette doesn't say a word, though. He just, like, <laughs> sits next to Courtney Cox while she talks. And as he should. As he should. And Jennifer Tilly. And Jennifer <laughs> Tilly calls it a fantasy movie, which I thought was a really interesting take. Like, she talks that about is how, like, a fantasy movie for, like, every woman who has been scorned. And I'm like okay because like right, because i don't like the sentiment of like good for her because like no you right, shouldn't right. do that but if like as a fantasy movie like as something you would never do but yeah. like in your wildest dreams imagine like what if you got such violent revenge on someone who hurt you so badly i'm like that's a that's a take that i kind of like it's like it's 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 the midsummer thing of like
0: of course in reality you don't like you don't sit there and you're yeah. like that's that's great that that happened but yeah. like ari aster says like well it's you're not not supposed to be a little bit like, okay. Yeah. Like, that's not an... That's it's a not, movie. Not option. Yeah.
1: It's It didn't really happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, you can engage with it in a way of, like, that's crazy. Like, right. I don't know. That's interesting. Go Jennifer Tilly. That's so smart. Yeah, I liked that. Hey, Riley. Hi, Tara. What movie are we watching next week?
1: Next week, we're watching a film from the year 1983, directed by Lewis Teague. And that movie is kujo <gasps> i'm scared it's stephen king Ugh. time which is a very Holy special shit. time for us gonna be made yeah. even more special because we're gonna be joined by special guests aaron and andrew from ah. the came from the midwest podcast oh my friends god. of the pod hell yeah i think we're gonna have a hoot and a half we really are that's so exciting it's gonna be really
0: fun oh my god so Eey,
1: have yay. you seen kujo i haven't Oh, big rabid dog. Stephen King. Oh. That's it. Dude, <laughs> The whole fuck. thing is just like dog terrorizes people. Love that. It's really
0: wonderful. I'm going to call Cujo cute. I'm going to tell you right now.
1: Oh, he's really cute. He's oh, just also like it. so slobbery and rabid. <laughs> yeah, fuck. And so big.
0: Well, you've got, hey, look. Back-to-back two cool movies, probably. I haven't yeah. seen Cujo, and maybe neither of you. And you could totally go watch it if you wanted to. You can also follow us on social media. Um, the podcast account is at Fright Your Life, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and if you want to follow Riley and I, our Twitters are at RileyCassidy1 and at Tara Elwood. Um, so you can follow those for some, some yokes, some retweets. Who knows? Who you knows? never do know. Um, and you can join us next week. As we try to give you the fright of, fright
1: of your, your life. life. Ooh. Ooh.
0: We won't slay We
1: slay Stop.